So what we watch anime, so what we play leak, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what we stay in, it don't bother me, living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 207 for July 21st, 2019. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week we have... Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. It, it's just me. You, it, it is the cutie patootie, Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. I'm a cutie patootie. Oh, that made me feel. That made me feel really bad. Hey, hey, Nathan! Remember <laughs> the time you invited a deaf person onto our audio-only podcast? Yeah, I felt. I didn't mean to. I I just put like, I put C Y and then tag, but I must have put C U tag. And it tagged her instead, and I didn't notice the flub. So, so tune in next week for our, our new regular guest, Cutie Patootie, uh, who is streamer on the shed. Just just yelling, what? What? Oh, that's terrible. Uh, I, well, she's, I, she's I, a really nice person. I actually do have hearing loss, too. But, she, um, she's a really nice person. Um. She, you should. If anybody does watch Mixer, you should you should follow Cutie Patootie. She, uh, she has a condition that she actually went deaf in like two thousand four or something like that. So, uh, she's great. She's great, and she battle she battles through a lot that Connor and I would never have to battle through. So, give her All a right, follow we, on Mixer and and Twitch at Cutie Patootie. We have some basic problems in relation, and she deserves all the support we can get. Exactly. So, uh, Connor, what games have you played this week, and where can we find you? I'm going to say this first one with an asterisk next to it. I've been playing a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat 11, but have I really? Uh, one of you? the things you could do is you can make like profiles for each of your fighters, and one of the settings on there is their AI behavior. I've mostly been ignoring that, but this last week I've sort of been just playing around with it. Turns out you could just let your AI fighters go ham and the game rewards you as if you were doing the fighting. So I haven't really played that many video games this week because I've been like editing podcasts or just, you know, being busy with my adult life. But I've let my Switch run in the background and, you know, every two to five minutes I'll come over and press A once. And it's, it's I don't want to say it's great. I'm not having fun. But it makes me feel like I'm doing like like in the same way that like cookie clicker is satisfying. It makes me feel like I'm doing something even when I'm not doing anything, making Mo- progress towards Mortal Kombat 11, the cookie clicker of fighting games. You're not wrong. <laughs> that is um, sad. After like two days of this, I go into the in-game vault, the crypt, and I I get randomized loot boxes, and it's a it's a really shitty loot. I really don't like it. It's a bad I, game. It has it has cancer. I will never buy that game. Probably. I'm not huge into fighting games in general, and well, me neither. Genuinely, if I didn't know people who worked at NetherRealm, I would not have bought it. Right, right. I honestly, I probably wouldn't have bought Days Gone until it was cheap, uh, unless you know I had worked there. And uh, that game though was actually worth playing, except for the fact that um, on the regular PlayStation Four, it doesn't run very well. Uh, did you did you already say where we can find you? You can find me at Twitter at SeperPunk underscore Monk. You can find me at Mixer 
also cyberpunk underscore monk i haven't streamed in a while i should do that again what about that that one twitter account that you run um, oh you can also find nathan and i at clinton's core classics on twitter and on just about any podcatcher out there the big ones are google play uh itunes spotify stitcher, stitcher. Yeah. we're we're out there you can find us yeah. um we're getting good like the last couple of episodes we had i'm I'm like genuinely proud of myself. It sounds great. Um, we're getting up in the views. People are at least experimenting, listening to it. I might get close to like dropping links in Reddit's every once in a while or Discord chats, you know. Yep, yep. We're uh we're good. I wonder I'm still wondering what we're gonna do after this ends. Because we are uh it's going to end at some point, probably in a year or so, right? So then we're gonna have to come up with a new game to play. So we'll have to do Clinton's Core Classics, another, Rise of the Rune Lords Volume Two. That's well, just there is keep a sequel to it. Rise of the Rune Lords. Hold oh, on. is there? I got, my, I got my PDFs here. Let me uh, continue going, and I'll interrupt once I I have what it is. It's like Wrath of the Rune Lords or something. Okay, well, oh, I'm gonna oh, hold on before I even start looking stuff up. It's Rise of the Rune Lords, and then there's a direct sequel to this, which has to do with um. You remember uh not Shalali? Well, yes, Shalali, but um Amiko. Oh yeah, 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 Amiko. There's yeah, a there's a great. whole another module where you go with Amiko to like uh the the place called the Emerald Spire, which is a super dungeon. It's oh yeah. A- anyways, we're doing a podcast right now. Okay. Don't don't get me started on D and D nerdery. Yeah, we well Pathfinder. It's different. It's, whatever. But basically, there's a sequel that we could play through. Now, would this be different characters that we would play it with? Um, I'm not sure if it supports like character inheritance a lot of the modules wouldn't but i'm mm. sure clinton would be like and i'm a descendant of reading or something yeah i have all the same stuff that he did except for i'm a better made character because reading knows how to make <laughs> characters better now um i'm going to tell you where you can find me you can find me nathan reed spruth everywhere obviously the clinton's core classic stuff uh you can find me at reading everywhere on mixer twitch youtube uh you can find this podcast that you're listening to on reedenentertainment.com or uh, pretty much any of the places that he mentioned, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, uh, all of those places, Google Play. And that's just written podcast because I'm very creative with naming. Uh, right, I'm going to rudely interrupt. Okay. Um, the book that I was thinking of is not Rise of the Rune Lords, but Return of the Rune Lords. Um, I don't have all of the PDFs yet because I'm just a poor boy. But the first one is Secrets of Roderick's Cove. Secrets um, of Roderick's Cove, huh? Yeah. So, uh, I don't unique. know, maybe when I'm not running a game and editing a podcast of a game, we could look into that. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, possibly, probably. Uh, unless Clinton doesn't want to do that. In unless which Clinton case, doesn't want to do that. In which yeah, case, it'll be Connor's core Clinton. I don't know. No, no, we're not, we're not changing the name. Because, so, with the way that, that Omni Studio works... We can have, um, we would have that the Clinton's Core Classics, and that is one of the playlists in Clinton's Core Classics, and then we can just add a new playlist, and that playlist with will get its own RSS feed that we could then submit to iTunes and Spotify and all that, and because it's still under the Clinton's Core Classics thing. Just a new playlist under that. We don't have to pay additional money. Perfect. So Clinton <laughs> is our forever DM. <laughs> yes. A, a, an unfortunate situation to be in. 
Yes. So, um, let us talk about me. The games I played this week. Uh, Slay the Spire, obviously. I played some, uh, some of The Witcher 3. I think I'm close to the end. Uh, probably only like 45 more hours left. I don't know. I, I thought that I was close to the end, and then they're like, nope, story keeps going, baby. I was like, no, I want to finish it. Uh, I have a really hard time with open world games where I just want to, I just want to be done. Like I, I'm sure you've had that experience with certain games where, even though they're good games and you're having fun, you're just like, I'm I'm ready for it to end now so I could play literally anything else. I'm having that experience with Final Fantasy XII right now. Yeah, I haven't played it in forever because man, watching my 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 hams go AI across the countryside is just not fun anymore. I don't I don't like the battle system in in Final no, Fantasy twelve at all. I've, I've always hated the Gambit system though. Yeah. Uh and then I I played uh some WWE two K nineteen and nothing exciting happened. Nothing, nothing exciting happened at oh wait, hold on. Didn't you get raided by like some no name? Yeah, some no name guy. Uh I got I got a I got like thirty five followers that night. Um so I was I was streaming WWE 2K19, and apparently one of the guys that has made all, like, the emotes and stuff for AJ Styles' stream um, is also a member of the same stream team that I'm on. And so that guy saw that I was playing WWE 2K19, and AJ Styles, who is a professional wrestler, uh, he... The the guy was like, I have an idea of who who I want to stream. Let's let's go check him out. And so AJ Styles came into my stream and brought his stream over. So I got raided by one of the best wrestlers in the world. Like he is consist I, I've been watching him for over a decade now. And so I I I tried to hold it together, but I freaked out just a little bit. <laughs> and I did not believe that he was like, they're like, oh, yeah, that's AJ Styles. I'm like, no. And they're like, no, seriously. And I was like, oh, oh, AJ Styles just, not only did he host me, not only did he raid me, but he also followed my stream. Oh, that was so, nice. So, like, that's really cool. And um, he was already one of my favorite wrestlers because he's just, he's really good in the ring um i'm sure this didn't hurt his opinion of you any though no no um i've actually tune in next week when nathan still has not shut the fuck up about meeting aj styles i i did meet him once i met him once in salem uh but it was brief so we'll move on i try not to i wasn't trying to bring it up you're the one who told me to bring it up i'm I'm genuinely proud of you congratulations buddy well thank you thank you that was that was the cool like you know there's sometimes i stream and like nobody watches. And yeah, I'm just most like, nights. Yeah, I'm just like, oh man. And like, I've been feeling it recently where I'm like, why am I even streaming? I see all these other people getting massive boosts. They're playing games for less than I, like less time than I am. They're putting in less time and effort to try to be entertaining and they're getting way more views than I am. Like that girl Have who you, fucking um... spit vodka into her cat's mouth. Yeah, um, I, I saw that. Screw that lady. Um, have you tried? Uh, have you tried being attractive? Oh yeah, I gotta show my boobies. That's what I. Yeah. Get. Yeah. No. Um. And, and so this this is one of those times when it's like you're feeling down, and then 
you get raided by one of the top wrestlers in the world, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I've made the right choice playing video games and and streaming. I've made the right choice in what I'm doing, type of thing. So, uh, that's that's really cool, and I'm I'm very very happy that he came into my stream. Anyway, moving on. Let's we're gonna not talk about we're gonna talk about the sad one at the very end. I, I assume that you're okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, there's a very sad thing that happened this uh, this week, but we'll talk about that at the very end. Let's talk about Steam, and this is gonna this is probably gonna be a very short story. But do you know what uh, RetroArch is? I do. It's a emulation platform. And not really. Well, it's um it's an overlay basically. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so basically what it is, and you can install it. Um, my friend James uses it to build arcade cabinets, which he does a really good job on them. I hate, I hate giving him compliments, and he listens to the stream, but he does. they look really nice, the arcade cabinets James, he built. James, was, was, he the, was he that guy? Yeah, it's that, that one right there. All right. So uh, RetroArch is, you can download it onto your PC and start it up, and basically... It will it will store and locate all of your emulators that you have and all the the ROMs that you have, and you can then load into that system and play whether it's arcade games or NES games, Genesis, Super Nintendo, basically anything that you want to have in there, you can have in there and play within this overlay. Just it just makes it easy, it makes it really easy to store all of your ROMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're bringing it to Steam. I I don't know Weird why flex. they're bringing it to Steam. I'm sorry, what? I I, I imagine a world where RetroArch <laughs> would integrate through Steam and developers would be able to be reimbursed for the products that they made even if they're old ones. And then again, um that's not what charge me for a $30 game. That's not what's going to happen though. No. Like what is going to happen is they are going to um, not do that. I also messed up on my stories. I apologize. Um, but that's not what's going to happen. Like, they're just going to have it. You download RetroArch and you put your ROMs, you link your ROMs to where you want them to go, and da 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 da, you're able to play that's games. That's exactly how it would work. Yeah, that's really weird. I know that they're um I think they brought RetroArch to Xbox One at one point. Also a little weird. Yeah. Um and then obviously there's RetroPie, which is like one of the, the biggest uh MAME style things you can get out there. Oh, I can't wait until they make RetroArch actually work well on the Raspberry Pi. Once once it gets stable, I'm gonna look into making another one. I had a little, I had a lot of fun with mine, but it wasn't really. Um, how do I put this kindly? Up to par. Which one did you get? I had a B. Um, and oh, was what, it the is, two what, or the three B? Uh, two B. Two B. Okay. What were you gonna say? Um, I was gonna say it was the one that didn't have the built-in Wi-Fi. The biggest annoyance is that uh, the dongle that I got burnt out once. But that's, that's yeah. Not really so so the. You might have had the three, because the you so you, you had or you had the two B. So there was. I might um, have it around here somewhere too. I don't think I threw it away. So the 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 three 
B had no Wi-Fi. The three B plus had Wi-Fi. Um, mine definitely didn't have Wi-Fi. So, but I think it was a two. I don't think it was a three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So anything before the threes didn't have any Wi-Fi on them. Uh, the new one, it, we talked about it before. Uh, it's thirty-five dollars and it comes with a gig of RAM, but it has um, USB. Like it's slightly faster, but you really want to get the the four gig Raspberry Pi four. That's mm-hmm. $55, has two HDMI, many HDMI outputs. Uh, or I think they're micro HDMI outputs. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But you, we really want to get that for uh, Alex. That way he'll have a computer. Yeah, he'll have a show Alexander. Yes. Get back in our podcast. He does. He needs to get and tank. He needs to tank. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about AMD. I just posted the link. Sorry, my link's original. You know, I, I wasn't going to complain up. about that, but we uh, we had a podcast to do, and then yes. we just bullshitted about nothing for that. That's a good twenty-two minute Marin opening we just did, Nathan. Hey, seventeen. It was seventeen. So let's talk about Nvidia and AMD. And I really, I I suspected this a little bit, but they came out and flat out said this. So when the original 5700 and 5700 XT announcement happened, they said that they were going to launch at... What prices were they going to launch? Okay, as you may recall, this is from TechSpot, when AMD unveiled the Radeon 5700 and 5700 XT, it listed with an MSRP of 379 and 449 respectively. And so NVIDIA came out, and they listed their new... RTX super cards at um, at similar price points and then AMD then slashed the prices to 349 and 399 so it cut $50 off of the XT and $30 off of the normal 5700 and apparently AMD did this on purpose they knew that NVIDIA would come out with a new graphics card price around the same, and so they deliberately lied about their MSRP at first and then slashed the prices before they were even launched. I mean, did they lie about their MSRP, or did they just suggest what it was going to be? Because there's sort of a difference there. They said they, it, they made they a public list- statement and said, this is what it's going to be, and then that's once what they NVIDIA did. released their product, they're like... Yoinks, and they pulled the card off, and it was actually three forty nine or three ninety nine. That seems like it could be like in not in the interest of a fair market. You know, but but it is right. Like they're allowed to slash prices whenever they want. Sure, and and the fact that they knew in Nvidia was gonna, would come out with something to match their pricing scheme. Um. And then they, I, I think I like it. I, I honestly like this this tactic that they basically tricked their competition into having higher price cards that were mm-hmm. performed similarly. They I think it's themselves. Yeah. So uh, it says here we know that uh, Nvidia have a tremendous burden on their gross pro- their gross margins because their die size is big, and so we just. Game played suggested retail prices. So, yeah, they 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 did it on purpose, and it's great. Uh, it does say we have an appropriate move not only to 
disposition their super series, but also to log jam their 2060 and 27 because 2070 because we knew that they're having slower success. Uh, we also wanted to do a we wanted fans to do a double take, which was not only block their super strategy but also slow down their 2060 and 2070 sales. So, yeah, they did it so that they could uh, they could sell more cards. And I'm not buying an AMD card. Are you? No, and that's sort of why I have mixed feelings about this. On one hand, I really do want cheaper hardware, and the only way that we're going to get corporations to give a fair price is that they feel motivated to give a fair price, not because their competitors are doing it, because it's what's going to make them be the choice that when people want to buy something, they go to. Right. Now, we've talked about this on other podcasts before. I'm pretty sure most of the regulars here are pretty NVIDIA brand loyal at this point, right? I would imagine, yeah. And hurting nvidia it might hurt amd sales but it ultimately hurts me because next time i upgrade and i probably won't upgrade in a long time but i'm probably going to stick with nvidia i'll probably i'll probably stick with nvidia um although you know like i might i might try intel out once they come out with new cards right no (laughs) not at all but Intel is coming out with new cards. Like they're they're going in like 2020. They're gonna come out with new graphics cards. That's fine. I'm not gonna be their beta audience. I'm gonna let that shit simmer and see how it sits in the market. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's probably the best move. But I have friends in high places. But so. uh, yeah, I know your friends, and if they're good, I'm sure I'll know your friends too. But the the mm-hmm. whole point I wanted to say when I brought that up a second ago was more competition is fine. Dirty competition isn't actually gonna be the best thing in the long haul i understand uh, best case scenario of this is nvidia turns around and says well shit i guess we shouldn't do that again um you know it sucks that it says that they're struggling to make their bottom margin but it's also a little hard to be sympathetic for a corporation that's running in the green yeah yeah i i mean my hope okay with this is that NVIDIA will say, okay, well, we'll lower the prices. Or next time this happens, uh, say say AMD comes out with cards, like this is our MSRP, and NVIDIA actually comes out with new cards that are lower cost than what AMD is offering. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, they're going to try to screw us over again. So we're going to do this. So, Honestly, if, as long as it's not using the the end user the the purchaser as a means to an end i'm fine with it but it's yeah. a, it's a slippery slope to that point right right i i understand uh i kind of i kind of like it but i i get what you're coming from but you know death to capitalism and all that right if you exploit us we'll eat you i don't think we should eat people like literally eat people so I think it, it's just the right amount of like, are they serious? No. Or are we no. really going into barbarism? And here at the Nathan Entertainment, I'm sorry, here at the Reading Entertainment Podcast, our motto is eat the rich. I mean, kinda. That's that's okay. Uh, I was watching. Have you ever seen Sliders? Nah. Like, there's an episode of Sliders where at the end they're like. Oh, how's she doing? Because the girl was in a, like, the girl ended up being in like unconscious and in and out of it for a while, right. and they're like getting off of that that dimension, and yeah. they're like, "Did you tell her about the cannibals?" 
Like, no, didn't want to worry her. <laughs> uh, cannibals. Uh, so let's talk about, I don't, so apparently Bethesda keeps breaking Fallout 76. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit of an oxymoron that Bethesda and Broken are, you're basically synonyms of each other. Bethesda keeps Fallout 76-ing, um, 76. So apparently Aroa wanted us to talk about this. He wanted us to talk about just how they keep messing up. I don't know exactly what. So we're going to go to audio issues. Game volume is very low once on once world loads. Plugging in a headset is required to return volume to normal. That seems like a awkward thing to have happen. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit of a weird fix, too. I'm not sure which one he wanted us to talk about, to be yeah, honest. It's a shame that he wasn't here. I'm kind of looking in the comments to see if there's anyone people are like specifically blowing up about. Well, oh, hey, well... <laughs> This this one kind of sucks. Removing a foundation from under your camp, your camp is your camp basically, will cause a server crash. Uh-huh. That's a, so, that's a biggie. Yeah, if you if you remove a foundation under the deployed camp, you will crash the server. Fix unknown. What? How can one individual action of one individual person cause the entire server to crash? Uh because it's because it's Bethesda. They Bethesda did it up. They did. They did. Uh, so Todd, you've done it again. By it, I mean power cycled the server to fix the problem. To be fair, I don't think Todd actually does any of the coding. He's just No, a, probably not anymore. He's he's probably the director. Is he the director of the game? <laughs> Fucking Todd Or is he just the, the head? Howard, I don't know. He's just, I think um, he's just the head. Todd Howard is a designer and a producer. I think he just produces. He doesn't do any design. I'm gonna, yeah, um, looking at his latest credits, he's just director. Okay, so legendary drops. Legendary drop rate is worsened. Dozens of report of low, no legendary items. Uh, corpses are vanishing in many cases instantly. NPCs not registering damage from high damage weapons, which seems weird. <laughs> They're so high damage that they don't do any damage. Uh, reduced legendary NPC respawn rate. I'm not seeing anything like... Obviously, these are bad, but I'm not seeing anything other than the camp thing literally causing the server to crash. I'm not seeing anything huge here. Uh, So I did what I do whenever I'm extremely desperate to see what people are angry about, and I looked at YouTube. And um, as far as I could tell... They fixed power armor, and they fixed nuclear winter, and they broke everything else. Oh, good. Well, at least they they broke everything else. Um, Changing weapon... Oh, hey, uh, changing weapon via quick wheel is causing game to close to desktop? Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds... That's a problem. Changing weapon via quick wheel or Pip-Boy is causing the game to freeze slash lag? What the hell was that? Uh, I, I clicked on another video to do some research, and YouTube's going through my speakers, not my headphones. Ah. Uh, opening the social tab while renaming the objects will lock you in the menus. That's a good place to be stuck. Uh, opening the social tab with a large friends list freezes slash crashes the game. Oh, so it's Outlook. By the way, uh, I had to back up a bunch of people's emails account email accounts. And uh-huh. so I backed up one person's email account at work. 35 gigs for the PST. That's a lot of emails. That's a, that's a 
That's a lot of emails. The guy was like, oh, yeah, there's like 5,000 emails in there. I'm like, no, that's 5,000 unread messages. You, I was I was pulling in the messages. I was like, we're about halfway done, and we're at uh, roughly 40,000, 45,000. So uh, uh, why, why haven't you given them a policy to, to grind through the, the junk he's not reading? That's not me. That's not my job. That's why. I would right-click and mark all as red, but, you know, nobody... Um, I mean, yes and no, that doesn't... It, I mean, he's obviously not reading his emails. You either fix why the employee is broken, or you plug the hole and you don't let it flood in. Yeah. So, uh, unable to scroll or otherwise interact with NPC or vending machine inventory. So they seem to have broken just about everything. Uh, I still have Fallout 76 installed. you want to play that after, uh, after this podcast? I've never owned Fallout 76 because I'm not a sucker. I am a sucker. I was stupid. Don't, don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it, people. Uh, major power armor update is exponentially underwhelming. Uh, power armor remains the least powerful armor option. <laughs> what? I will say, um, last night I was watching my friend walk around in some Liberty Prime power armor. That, that was a lot of fun. Oh, in uh, Fallout 76? or I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he had to pay for that cosmetic item. Yeah, in 76. I'm pretty sure he had to pay for that cosmetic item, but... Whee! Uh, my bottle cap mines stored in stash are duplicating when I take them out. That actually seems like a bonus. That's a, that's a happy bug. Yeah. Um, on Xbox, changing weapon either via quick swap or Pip-Boy causes the game to freeze lag. For a second or two, edit. The freeze happens a second or so after the new weapon is shown and equipped. Everything around you still moves and acts normal, so you can unfreeze to the game circling your corpse. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, so lots and lots of bugs in a, in a Fallout game. I know it's shocking, right? but I'm really, I'm still looking forward to hearing more about Starfield. Because even though all of their games are broken, I, I still have fun with them usually. I'm just hoping Starfield is a single player. Uh, we are, we are just plugging through these stories today. That's fine. Let's... I, I I don't want to talk about this, but we kind of should talk about this. Um, first things first, Oroa wanted us to talk about, wanted us to mention something real quick, and I'll put it in the, um, I'll put this in the link as well. He wanted us to mention hashtag help Kyo any heal. This yes. is in regards to the, uh, the Kyoto animation disaster. Yeah, so last week, uh, a deranged fan... Uh, the Kyoto animation uh, ended up setting fire to the building in in Kyoto, Japan, and it ended up with thirty three people confirmed dead, uh, which is really really sad. It it do we have any more information on what exactly prompted this guy? I heard that it was something to the effect of he was very unhappy bought some bought some anime didn't like the anime and felt like he was ripped off um i think what i heard was that they accused somebody of like plagiarism oh um i'm i'm kind of reading the story right now Somebody didn't post them in time. But anyways, what uh, what it looks like is the uh, the 41-year-old man, Shinji Oba, 
has reportedly never worked for Kyoto Animation, nor is he directly connected to the company in any way. He's just currently in the hospital with seriously burns, and he's quoted as saying that he started the fire because my novel was stolen by them, which is similar to the remarks that he reportedly was making, uh, saying that he's ripped off. So I don't yeah. think he was like disappointed with how the the series he was reading was going. I think he was accusing them of stealing something, which arson definitely not the appropriate response. Not that any of this makes sense in the first place. So, really? So, yeah, it's, so he was, the similar to Mark reportedly saying, ah. So what did they make? I like how you mumble on your podcast, that sounds great. I know, I know. What did they say? They said they made, they've made anime since 1981, the melancholy of Harui Sush. Harui Suzumiya. There you go. Lucky Star and uh, you, you know at the start of this podcast where it says we watch anime and play League, Nathan and I, you know, Nathan and I do neither of those things. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't play League, and we don't. Um, we don't watch. An- I do watch anime, but I watch dubs because I'm a Whatever. terrible human being. So we're really doing a disservice to this whole coverage. Like, if anybody was on the fence about subscribing, or if they're already subscribed to your podcast, I'd probably give up on it now. No, but, so, uh, hey, hey, what, hey. What it ends up coming into is that, um, in case anybody here didn't know, uh, a strange man walked into the Kyoto Animation Studios. Um, what he, yep. what he ended up doing is he was, I think he was throwing gas around, yep. shouting, die, or just general you know, nonsense. And then he lit the building on fire. Yeah. Um, as fire tends to do, it spreads. And people got, I'm not sure if they got stuck in the building or if they were injured through smoke inhalation or exactly what the specifics are. But 33 people were left dead and hospitalized, uh, more hospitalized with serious injuries, I mean. Yeah, there are some updates here. And one of the updates is one witness said the suspect was screaming, die, as he lit the fire. Um. And then there were just, there's a bunch of updates and announcements scheduled for this would have been last week uh, for Kyoto Animation's new free movie has been canceled, obviously. Um, the Japanese media is now reporting that seven people are confirmed dead. Of course, that number went up to 33. Uh, according to Japanese TV news, there are still people trapped in the studio and there are 20 people who are still unaccounted for. Thankfully, I think all of those people are out now. Uh, 38 employees went to the hospital for uh, major and minor injuries. Uh, Nine of them were unconscious as of the time that the report was done from Gizmodo. So, very... uh, I'm sorry, Kotaku. They're they're owned by the same people. So, I... I think... What was that hashtag that he... That Aroa wanted us to talk about? Uh, That was hashtag help Kiyoani heal. And was that a... Is there like anything we can give to or or point towards? Um, if you look it up, you get a... So this is from um, John Ledford, the Sentai Filmworks president. Um, their release says, Although the situation is still developing, it is clear that our friends at Kyoto Animation, Kiyoani, have suffered greatly. In addition to the loss of life, many lives will be forever changed. And like all of you, we wanted to take action to help however we can. This is the purpose of the GoFundMe effort, which is hashtag help Kiyoani heal. We've known Kyo Annie through their many works and have inspired, influenced, and entertained us over the years. 
You're true masters of the art and one of Japan's national treasures. Your pledges and the funds that we raise are intended to provide the most direct, meaningful assistance possible to the victims of this heartbreaking tragedy. We're coordinating with others in the Japanese anime industry within Japan to help ensure that the funds are collected to reach those who need it. And we will continue to provide updates as those details develop. For now, I want to thank everybody for the kindness, generosity, and support in this effort. The outpouring of pledges and messages of support have been tremendous. Please help us continue in this effort. Yeah. So, uh, really sucks, and people are assholes. Yeah. Basically, um, that's... That's a bummer. Sucks that people suck. Yeah. Uh, if, if you have the spare money to to donate to this, I mean, there's so many things that are shitting the world, and this is just another one to add to the list. Fucking yep. sucks, dude. Yep, there's this... There's the concentration camps in the United States of America. Uh-huh. There's um, the fact that Donald Trump is still the fucking president. I'm pretty sure Flint doesn't have water yet. Flint doesn't have drinkable water. They have water. It's just not drinkable. Um, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd say that lead-infused water is no longer water. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of things. And there's so many things that we could we could fix if we all just got together and and ate some and rich people ate some rich people exactly so anyway uh short podcast today connor uh you have to get you have to get to editing right that's yeah um i've probably got another 20 to 40 minutes i'll have it done before midnight though it'll still be released at it's same bad time and same bad place you need to uh you need to get like months ahead again I, what happened? I, once I get to that point again, I'll be a very happy nemesis. I'm not yes. nemesis anymore. I'm cyberpunk monk. How did that? How did that uh, trick that I showed you work? By the way, it worked great. Um, I have learned the keyboard shortcuts to audacity so goddamn well over the last seventy-two hours. <laughs> what is it? Control L was for that one, right? Um, I don't know the keyboard shortcut to that one because there's a button, and the button's usually faster. Yeah, but like splitting tracks, the F1 to F5 for your tools. Um, you know what would uh, be really good for you, which they had on sale, um, but I didn't. I didn't buy one because I don't need it. Um, the Stream Deck. Oh. Would actually be because you can bind the Stream Deck to whatever program you want. Is and that whatever, like a, uh, a hardware solution for audio editing? Uh, it's a hardware solution. It's for mainly for streamers. Is what mm-hmm. people use, uh, what a lot of people use it for, and what it's geared towards. But it's basically just like a little macro keyboard that you can set up, and you can put different icons. They're like individual LEDs. There's like twelve individual LED or LCD panels, and you can put little pictures in them. And then when you again? need to, uh, the Stream Deck. It's really cool. I think that would work really well for your audio editing. That looks kind of neat. Yeah, and you can uh, you can program him for whatever you want, and use it within any program. So Audacity, you can also have multiple pages. So one for Audacity and one for another program that you use. Yeah. I, um. Oh, let me see how much it costs. I, it's, this sort of looks like the sort of thing that uh, maybe you need funny money for. It's not too bad, and if you get it on sale, it's like a hundred bucks. Okay, a hundred bucks ain't bad. Uh, there's also the stream. The Stream Deck Mini was on sale for like seventy dollars, which is it's the same thing, but it has like six buttons instead of twelve, I think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so they got an SDK. Yeah, you can also 
uh, there's a free version that you can put on any tablet you want that might work for you. Anyway, let's call it a show. I know it's a sort of short episode today. Thank you for everyone that listens. Everyone who is listening, Nobody press listens. the subscribe button. Nobody's listening. Uh, people listen. People listen. There, there are literally Especially, two people. Nobody listens specifically because they turned into the they tuned into your stream and when AJ Styles rated it and we dropped all the information about this. Nobody at all. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Everyone, press the subscribe button. I would love to get up to uh, you know four or five subscribers. That'd be pretty cool. Um, thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk. Hey. I will see you uh, in like an hour and a half. Me. Goodbye. Me.